Yo, oh, oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Movie Pod. Uh, today, Joseph and I, Joseph, our co-host, and me, yes. Isaac, your main host, will be bringing you day three of Style Celebration recap. We'll be recapping everything announced at day three of Style Celebration. Um, definitely not as big as day two and day one. Day one definitely has been the biggest uh, day yes. so far. Without day a doubt. Without a doubt, and you know, day four um, kicks off very soon tonight, and so yeah, we'll get well, yeah, and we'll get that recap out for you tomorrow as well for day four, and then you know we'll wrap up Star Wars Celebration twenty twenty three, and they're probably going to announce where it will be in twenty twenty five, twenty twenty four. They're not doing it. Um, it'd be amazing if it was over here in Australia. That'd be mad. That'd be mad Oof. crazy. Dude. Oof. We'd be going for would sure. Be. We'd be going for sure. One hundred percent. Um, but no, how you doing tonight, Joseph? I know you're tired. Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, I came back from work. It was a yeah. kind of a busy day, so it a little tired, but uh, excited to get this out. Yeah, it was busier at work today than I expected. Freaking Mario, man. It's freaking killing oh. us. But, I hey, said my estimation is 1.2 mil. Bill, sorry. 1.2 I think it, bill. I think it's going to crack 1.5. It's the it, it got the highest opening grossing, highest opening for an animated film ever. It's past Frozen 2. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, let's get right into our day three recap of Star Wars Celebration. Um, so we start off with this post. I posted, you know, uh, we break down all the recent news from day two as well. We did day one as well. So if you guys want to know all the information from day one and two, make sure to check our page. They are up right now. Our day two recap and our day one recap. Um, so make sure you go watch those for a recap. Yes, day three of Star Wars Celebration kicked off, um, and it kicked off with the Villains of the Sequel Trilogy panel, and it was uh, attended by the person that plays Phasma in the Sequel Trilogy, Andy Serkis, who plays Snoke, and Ian McDermott. Um, make sure you guys, by the, the way... The one and only. One and only. Uh, make sure you guys do follow um, the movie pod on Instagram or IsaacH2021 on Twitter as I give you guys all the latest up-to-date news on Celebration with thanks to Star Wars Sith for providing me with all the information. Here's a cosplayer as Harrison Dula um, at Star Wars Celebration. Really cool, you know, everyone cosplaying. So sick. Okay, if if you went to Star Wars Celebration, say we went into a thing and you had to cosplay as a character, who? Who would you dress up as? Ooh, that's a tough one. Darth Maul would be sick in the paint. Keanu Mundy. Okay. Not many people say that one. Yeah, that's fair. I think I would I don't know go. why that came to me. <laughs> I think Yoda, because you're small. Thanks, mate. Sorry. Honestly, um, honestly probably. Right, Luke. Luke Skywalker. Oh, you're such a basic. You're such I'm a basic little... sorry. Fine, freaking like gonk droid. <laughs> I'll be in a gonk droid. Fair enough. Yo, Ewok. Um, yes. Okay, can I get clarification on something? So I saw that. Um, so one thing, Dave voices Chopper, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Also. For some reason, Chopper has like a 50k kill count for droids and humans. 
He's got 50,000 kills. Yeah, mate. Chopper's the man. He's your hitman. What? You go to. What has Chopper done? Bro, Chopper out here just rolling Chopper up. Doesn't give a damn. Man. Bro. We love Chopper. It's pretty cool that he's voiced by Dave, but... Yeah, he does. How? Do, how? Noises. Yeah, bro. How does he have... Bro, he just blows shit up. And it happens to kill people. That's... That, oh, that, my that, lordy that, lord. That's Chopper for you. C1, what's, what is he? C10P1? Fudge, you have to. C110P Dredge. But, um, no, quick, very quickly, I haven't even finished season one, and Chopper's already becoming, like, a real one. Like, mate, I'm already yeah, really mate. liking Chopper. Hurry up and finish season one, bro, because. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's so much better. So much better, dude. I'm gonna hold you to that. Hey? I'm gonna hold you to that. If it gets worse, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop watching the show. You said. Is there much filler it. in season two? I mean, I can see why people don't like. Like, you don't think there's been any filler of season one, correct? Yet? Um. No, arguably, arguably, there's like one or two episodes which yeah, are like yeah. not needed, but they work for the character. Every episode has some kind well, of that's useful like the character development. Flaw in Rebels, people have with it is. Being really childish and filler. I think what people's problem is with it is just it, they don't have anybody to associate it with until Ahsoka comes into it. That's fair because it's like, yeah. Like, think of it Clone Wars has everybody. Rebels, yeah. And uh, yeah, Rebels is a brand new thing, new characters, everything. So that's, that's, that's probably that's my reasoning yeah. for. Why what? I never watched it in the first place was because I couldn't like associate with anybody. And 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 now you all the cameos we've gotten so far, mate. Yeah, now it's kind so of like, far. And maybe, and you're <coughs> maybe I should watch it. So happy you're finally watching it. But yeah, Star Celebration uh, Day Three kicks off Sunday, and now all the attendees uh, with lightsabers took a group photo on the celebration stage. This was really cool, really cool. All the lightsabers igniting. That's sick. You got yep. some yellow ones in there, purple, blue, red, green, orange. Ooh. Really sick, bro. Um, the stars. I know you. You might want to wait. I don't know if you want to wait or not, but um, you what you were telling me at work about uh, your little theory. Oh, my little theory. I posted that. That's like right at the end. Yes. I'll, I'll oh, okay. That. I have a little theory about the dark Jedi and Ahsoka, which I will get to. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um. Now, first up, we had uh Jonas Sotomoa. Who plays Chewbacca, and he is playing a Jedi Master Wookiee in the Acolyte Show, which is very cool. He joined the Star Wars Celebration Show, and um, I quote him: "When they first asked me, would you be willing to play another Wookiee?" I answered, "Wookiee noises." Jonas Sotomayor <laughs> on his role in the Acolyte. You gotta love him, bro. Our new Chewie played him in the sequels, played him in Solo. Now he's playing a freaking Wookiee Jedi, which I think could be Gunji's dad. You know, not many Wookiees were Jedis, but... That's true. Who knows? The galaxy's massive. Jedi Order. It is. Um, now the person plays Phasma. Um, It'll be like his uncle or something, I'm guessing. It it could be. Um, but Gwen, Christine, uh, Christy, Andy Serkis, Ian McDonald, uh, Ian McDonald, (laughs) Ian McDermid. Have arrived for the villains of the secret trilogy panel. Here they are. Here are villains of the secret trilogy. It was a cool panel. Um, I have, I have my opinions on on, on 
on the actor that actress that plays Phasma, uh, Gwen Christie. I had my pins in there. Uh, I might get into it later, but yeah, I don't. Not really, you know. I don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I first. I just watching the panel last night. Like I never thought about. It. I I never like I never had an issue with her. But watching the panel last night, she seems very up herself. I, I yeah. You know, I don't want to say anything that's gonna hurt someone's feelings, but in my opinion, she seems very up herself, and I and I don't really rock with her. Just after watching that panel last night, I don't know. She seems very up herself, especially have being in Star Wars. Like, oh look at me. Yeah, I, that's just my opinion. That's yeah. my personal opinion. No hate. Um, our first bit of news, little thing from that panel. Ian McDonald. I said it again. No, it's McDermott. I said McDonald. What am I doing? Ian McDermott and Andy Serkis say their Star Wars colleague, um, Christopher Lee in Dracula, is the most memorable villain from their um, childhoods. Very cool. So, I don't know if you know, but Christopher Count Lee, Dooku. who plays Count Dooku, played Dracula in I a know. Dracula film. Yeah, oh, he, also played, uh, he also played Willy Wonka's dad and in Willy Wonka. Um, Wait what? Willy yeah. Wonka's dad. In in the Willy Wonka movie, in the Willy Which Wonka, one? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, in the in the um in the Johnny Depp one. one? Jet one. Oh. Yeah, you know how um he was like, e- uh, brush your teeth, no candy for you. Perfect accent. Right. That was Christopher Lee. I can. Um, there's a whole thing about Christopher Lee. He was in uh he was in the British Special Forces. Um, yeah. he was like a spy. He's he was absolutely crazy. He was like an amazing swordsman. Like. If you haven't, look up the story of Christopher Lee and you'll be like, oh my god, this man's amazing. Nobody has lived a life like Christopher Lee has. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You know, may he rest in peace. I think it'd be like 105 this year or something. But yeah, you gotta love I think he was born in like 1928 or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta love Christopher Lee. Um, very epic guy. Very epic guy. He was born in ni- oh, 1922, so it'd be 101 this year. Damn. 1922, 27th of May. Yeah. So he came out two days. Uh, his birthday's two days after and, uh, the first Star Wars movie came out. Obviously, he was born how many years before that? Like 45 yeah. years before. That's crazy. But if you watch the entire story of Christopher Lee, mm, he... um got to love him. He did so much in his lifetime, like an absurd amount of things in his lifetime and such like big accomplishments. He was in both world wars. Yeah. Um, both. Like, both. Not- Pretty sure he was in both. <laughs> How's that possible? He was in... Oh, wait, yeah, no, sorry. He would have been in the Second World War. That's yeah, my bad. World War That's II. my bad. I knew he was in some war. I didn't know if it was a, if it was a World War, but... Yeah, World War Two. Yeah, he was in World War II. Wow. Um, he was a German... He was a, he was a British spy, and, um... Yeah, he... he was he helped, a spy? Um, he was an English spy. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I'm not, I don't remember it all, but he ha- he lived an incredible life. He was like a professional swordsman. Like, yeah, very. Um, you know, worked heavily with Nick Gillard on Attack of the Clones. Um, yeah. Nick, Gala, Nick Gillard. I love him. Go watch. If you haven't seen Star Wars series, in I think, Nick Gillard, go watch. I think a there was a... Yeah, I think he said something about... um. He was like, how do you know how to use a sword so well? And Christopher Lee's like, don't ask about it. Or something like that. I could be wrong. I could be making making stuff up, but to me, uh, I I feel like I remember him. There's something like that happening where somebody was like, "How are you so good with a sword?" And he's like, "Don't ask me that," because <laughs> it's that's what he learned in the military. It's how to use it because oh, right. special forces. Dang yeah, it! Look it up. Wow. Look it up. Yeah, I'm not watching. You can find a YouTube short on it. I'm sure, yeah. 
Um, now, now that we have a shot here of Ryan Johnson directing Andy Serkis uh, in The Last Jedi. Yeah, you, you don't like this. Um, great. No, but I love Andy Serkis. Snoke was a very cool concept, very underutilized. Snoke was great. That's why uh, I don't want him to be J killed J off. J.J. Abrams set up Snoke very cool. <laughs> don't like J.J. Abrams, but Ryan Johnson killed him. I don't know what vision he had, but whatever. You know, Andy Serkis, the mocap, really, really cool. Did a great job. Um, could have been the best part of the sequels, but, you know, very underutilized. Should have been this, the best part of the sequels. He's just Palpatine at the end of the day. Um, and I didn't put a post up. I'll say it now while we got uh, Ryan Johnson's face on our screen. But regarding his trilogy that he's making, you know how he's making a Star Wars trilogy film, three films? Sure. How don't you know this news, bro? You didn't know... Ryan Johnson... Ryan Johnson, you know how it's been rumored forever that he's making a Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know how true it is, but well, it's true. Kathleen Kennedy confirmed it. Um, anyway, uh, Kathleen Kennedy yesterday yeah, uh said along the lines, "I am still in great contact with Ryan. We talk all the time. His Star Wars film is uh still definitely his Star Wars films. His trilogy is definitely still going to happen. However, not until the very." Um, future, probably when I am have retired, but it is definitely still going to happen. We just have to find time as he's making another Glass Onion movie at the moment. So. Okay. The thing is, bro, when? I, I don't want Ryan Johnson to do it in the existing Star Wars timeline. I feel like he, he's, he, I feel like he's much better without an IP when he can create his brand new thing. I don't think he's very good. Like, I think he's a f fabulous filmmaker when it's something new. I don't feel like he can work on a different IP. You know, if, if that makes sense? Yeah, it does. Because apparently his um, Glass Onion but... movie isn't very good, and that's him. That's fresh. He came up with that. So maybe if it's like a hundred trillion years after the Rise of Skywalker in the very far future, and it has nothing to do with the timeline, it won't do anything to it. It's just the it's trilogy just that story exists. Based it's just a in story. Here. This is a story that exists in the Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know, sure. But getting him getting a trilogy? Okay. Okay. And we got a uh, comment here from from uh, Rex on Instagram. And he um, and he says, uh, on this post of Ryan Johnson directing Andy Serkis, he says, So yeah, just sit here and then die. Quote is, quotes it. Ooh. Literally, what um, Ryan would have said: "Just, just sit yep. here and die," because that's kind of what happened. <laughs> People love that scene, though. That entire thing was like the cho the fighting choreography was awful. Um, oh, dude, why didn't they bring Nick Gaillard back for the sequels? It, it just, it's just ridiculous. Like. Makes me question. Makes me question. But hey, we got the sequels. We can't do anything about it. They're, they're canon. They, they're there. But we'll accept them. It's going to be part of the Star Wars uh, timeline moving forward. It's going to be there. We're getting a Ray movie as the next freaking Star Wars movie. Theme. <laughs> it is what it is, guys. But hey, it is disappointing. It is but... what it is. Oh, well. Now, that's very cool. Uh, um, um, Ian McDonald. It. I said did it again. Ian McDermott talks on his journey playing the Dark Lord Palpatine. Let's watch this clip. I'll turn the I, I did want to go back. on. Um, 
bite. Yeah, in me. Damn it. He talks on his journey playing the Dark Lord Palpatine. It was so interesting because of... I, I did want to go back, you know, for, through your years playing Sidious, um, how, the, how the look has changed and how that's influenced your performance as the character across all these films. Yeah, it was so interesting because, of course, every time it happened, I didn't know it was going to. You know, first of all, I met George. Yeah. Out of that came the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. And then once he was uh, born. the digital technology had caught up, um, we did the prequels, Ian loves and the prequels. Uh, I got a call in a meeting to be, well, the Emperor on his way. Um, and this other mysterious character in the background, the Senator, was fairly straightforward. And then there was this character called Darth Sidious, and George didn't tell me it was me. And we didn't tell anybody else it was me anyway. And I only found out on the first day of shooting when I saw the number opposite a character called Darth Sidious. And I said, I can't believe they made a mistake. They're so careful about all these <laughs> things. And George said, it's not a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So that happened. And then the George. surprise of all surprises that continues to surprise me and a lot of other people as well. Yeah. When he was resurrected. When he returned in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> he never went away. I've got, look, at, look at his face, bro. Like he's just like he's in a he's in a he's inside. He's saying it was so stupid him returning as Palpatine. Like he's like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh, look at that facial expression. <laughs> he never went away, and he was very clever. So he had a plan B. He had a plan. And B. plan B was downstairs in the bowels of Exegol with its very sophisticated scientific team. You don't need it. All the OT were like pre like OT actors hate on the sequels and think they are stupid and that that says something like sometimes i question myself i'm like are the sequels i do this all the time i i, I literally am thinking to myself are the sequels that bad like are they really and i think about it but then it clicks to me again and i realize what mark hamill said about it what ian mcdonald says about it and i'm like yeah they're bad they're bad because i always question they're myself pretty bad yeah i know i always i don't know i feel like i just want that hope for them to be good, you yeah. know? I just want it. Of course, of course you do. And so I, I always question it. Always. I'm always doing it. like, are they that bad? But then I remember, and then I think, oh, you know what Mark Hamill said. So if Mark Hamill says that, I... If Mark Hamill says that. Exactly. They aren't good. Slowly <laughs> giving him life. And they'd be doing a lot of that work. I mean, the, as I said earlier, they created a lot of Snokes before yeah. they got to this clone is too, you know, general. He doesn't even know if it makes sense. ...realized a word to apply to what, what Snoke became and certainly what Andy created, the way he described it just now. And I was so stunned to find out when I arrived that I'd been responsible for him and that, in fact, every direct or indirect evil action in the whole of the saga was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was Palpatine's fault when you think about it. The prequels, the prequels unfolded because of the Emperor. The OT unfolded because of the Emperor. And then, you know, we obviously got Anakin redeemed. And then sequels, he comes back. So everything from the First Order, that was under Snoke. And Palpatine was Snoke. So literally the whole saga is Palpatine being freaking evil. Yeah, one villain throughout six, nine movies, basically. Gotta love it. Um, Now, this is very cool. This is very cool. So Ian McDermott... He teases Palpatine's past and childhood, potentially teasing at a young Palpatine show. Uh, I don't know, but he, you know, he kind of says a little bit about it. Who knows what's going on behind the scenes? Who knows? 
thing about Palpatine, I mean, I did say once, you're going to throw this at me in a minute. Then I, I think just... if we were to uh, to get a young Palpatine show, it would be mental. Oh my god, and it would have to be a movie. That's a mistake. Obi-Wan, surely they realized, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan should have been a movie. It was originally was, and then a TV show, whatever. A Darth Plagueis and Palpatine movie. Oh, it'd break numbers. It'd break records. It would go crazy. And oh my god, how dark would it be? Yeah. Amazing. Imagine if they got, like, Ian McDermott to play. Like, obviously can't play young Palpatine, but imagine if they got him to play, like, Darth Plagueis. Oh. So if Darth Plagueis isn't a human. Imagine that. Darth Plagueis is Palpatine the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, uh, well, no, oh. Palpatine is Darth Plagueis the worst. Oh, no. Uh, imagine, though, that would be... It'd be cool if he did. Solid block It'd be me. unexpected. I doubt I, I... But if they do a young Palpatine show, Ian's involved in it. I don't care. Ian McDermott is involved in it. He's the only person who have ever played the Emperor, except... Um, Sam Witwer's done the voice for the Empress um, in, in Clone Wars and in Rebels. And Rebels, yeah. You knew that? Shit, did I? You knew Palpatine's in Rebels? Yeah. Okay, thank Christ. Yeah, I knew Palpatine's in Rebels. But yeah, and... The, Darth um, Vader's in Rebels, Palpatine's gonna be in Rebels. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah season C... I believe he might be in Season 2 and 3. He's in Season 4, I clearly remember that. And, oh, oh, I can't wait to watch that with you, dude. Oh! Ah, oh, it's, it's insane, bro. If you're going to be this excited, I don't know if I'm going to watch it with you. <laughs> it's insane. The thing about Palpatine, I mean, I did say once, you're going to throw this at me in a minute, then I said he was just a solid block of evil. Yeah, Palpatine no, was, was no... not good. He was, he was just solid, as Ian says, quote him, solid block of evil. Palpatine was yeah, pure yeah, evil. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to explain it, just yeah. a solid block of evil. Yeah. That's redeeming great. Good in him. He had no redeeming good in him. But I dare say his childhood was complicated. Yeah. Childhood and I suppose he wouldn't be a very good Sith Lord. No. See, this is where he teases little Palpatine, little, you know, young Palpatine show. Imagine. Last day of celebration. Oh. I don't know anything about this, of course. I don't he, he tries to cover himself up. He's like, oh, I obviously don't know anything about our Palpatine's past. I'm just speculating. He tries to he tries to cover himself up. Nah, Ian, yeah, mate, we're on to you, buddy. Please. He's speculating, <laughs> um, but I dare say various things happened to him that twisted him in the way that he wanted. Think about Palpatine. Very cool. Um, we got a shot of Ian McDermott as Palpatine. Um, on the Rise of Skywalker, behind the scenes of the Rise of Skywalker. You know, Palpatine, the Rise of Skywalker having Palpatine was. Not planned at Lucasfilm, you know, last minute, very last minute, but uh, Palpatine's the best part of the movie. Just, I, I understand, you know, Rise Guy guy sucks, but Palpatine is dope in it, dude. He's dope. He's freaking evil. He's dark. You know, I always, yeah. I, I go back and watch Palpatine scenes in the Rise Guy because they're sick, dude, on Exegol. Exegol's really cool, and I hope we get to learn more about Exegol. It's cool. No denying that. Exegol is a cool place. A Sith planet? Like, count me Yeah. In. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and it's very nice. Ian McDermott um, talks about George Lucas and his enormous richness story. The enormous richness 
of George's original idea. Original idea, yeah, the Star Wars original idea. Like now in Hollywood. No, there's no original ideas anymore. Everything's a remake of an animated thing. Or, or a, a, a game, sequel. A, a sequel. Uh, everything's turned into a franchise. Like, you know Moena? Mo, Moena? Live action, yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's playing the character in live action. I'm going to watch now. it. Moana is such a good movie. Moana is a great it. movie. I've I'm going to watch it. never seen it. What are you doing? Like, How to Train Your Dragon, your favorite movie, is getting a live action adaptation. I don't want to talk about that. Wait, we're doing a review. Can we, boy- can we boycott it? We're not showing it in our cinemas. I refuse to. We'll be showing it, and I'll go see it. I'm seeing it. Nah. But nah, yeah. we're not showing it in our cinemas. I'm going to deny it. <laughs> Hollywood is just so dry. Oh, I'll burn everything that we, when, whenever we get the package. I'll burn it. I don't know if he envisaged how many things would come uh, as a result of. It is Hollywood is very yeah. unoriginal. I think it is. Um, like, mm, and you know, with George Lucas, the he, biggest things like the like the superhero movies are also comic book adaptations, technically. So, I think yeah. you could argue. Okay. Avatar? 2009. Okay, that was still well, how many years ago? Yeah, but it's not um it's not stolen from anything. It's kind of he Dave, uh, James Cameron is doing his own thing, but yes, it is going it is a sequel, but he has planned this out for many years, so Yeah. I think he deserves at least some kind well, of anyway, you know, Ian McDermott's right. You know, George Lucas he made a new hope. It was just called Star Wars then. And he never envisioned yep. to create another one. Or another one and then the prequels. And then, you know, go on to Star Wars now. We get all these games, shows, real movies coming out. Like, yeah. Games that don't get delayed all the time. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah. What is, if you analyse it initially, a very simple... Yeah, Ian McDermott. Now, everyone says Star We We say Star Wars is complicated now. Star Wars is complicated. You can't watch Star Wars without knowing other stuff. When you look at it, the Star Wars movies, the Skywalker Saga is a really simple story. It's about loss. It's about love. It's about fatherhood and brotherhood and friendship, you know? It's it's a simple story. A little bit of incest. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just enough to get the gears going. They didn't know, dude, though. I hate it when people complain about that. <laughs> Luke didn't know. No one knew. And then, and, and, then, and, then, and then Leia says, uh, I've always known. Somehow I've always known. Because you stuck your tongue down his throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, but he can't fault George Lucas, dude. See, no, when I people don't fault, fault the sequels, when people fault the prequels, like, I, I think there is, I, I think people, people are going to get angry. I don't think people should be allowed to fault the prequels. But I feel like people should be allowed to fault the sequels. Because the prequels is done by George Lucas, who created Star Wars. He so whatever George Lucas does automatically makes sense. I don't know if I'm gonna if, if that explains it well, but it's George Lucas, he's the creator of it. So he, what he what, what goes he goes. Sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, whatever then, he calls goes. Exactly. Because he's like the god of that universe. He created it, so whatever he says goes because he's the creator but then the sequels it's new people so if they do something yeah. it could be like you know they the disney are like the spin-off version of god you know they're the uh the clickbait version of god 
I don't know how to put it. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's different people. Yeah, it's no, not so... the God. It's not the God, George Lucas. So they can be faulted because anything they do doesn't mean, you know, it's right. But anything George does is right because he's the creator. It's his universe. universe. Yeah, if that makes sense. It does. He just worded it really badly. Yeah. I try my best. Yeah. I know you, buddy. Anyway, let's come watch this. Story. It's the the decline and fall of a hero. Yeah, the 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 decline and fall of a hero. And says, who is of course Anakin Anakin. Skywalker. And but through that story, there are so many additions that George has 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 planted. And uh, people used to go on about the boring politics, you know, in the Senate and everything else. But more and more people are watching the films again and so on. So I really like that bit, you know. Yeah. It really sort of chimes with uh, the way things are going on at the moment. The enormous yeah. richness. Now this is, um, a- this is funny. Um, you have to watch this. Andy Serkis says he completely didn't recognize Mark Hamill uh, and once asked him who he was playing. In the Force Awakens, this is this is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Andy, did you, I think um, I've heard this. Sorry. Ah, uh, oh, dude. Did you spend uh, you know time with Daisy and the others on set, or were you mostly working with Ryan, or what, what was that experience like? I, no, I did. I did. Uh, you know, in, in the in the scene with Ryan, when Ryan was directing uh, the scene with you know Adam and and Daisy. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Sorry about but I, actually, I, I, want to, I want to tell you a, a, a story about when, when we first got together for The Force Awakens um, and sharing stories with other actors and so on and so forth. Um, we, we, were, we were invited to a, to a dinner, a kind of an inaugural dinner. You know, everybody had been cast. It was the first time of gathering people together. And, and we all met at the Ivy restaurant. And everybody started coming in. And Daisy, you know, Daisy never, obviously, you know, she'd just got the job. And, and John Boyega, and he was like, wow. And they were really excited. And we all came and sat down. And we all had partners with us. And, and, uh, and you know, the producers came in. And we were, we were sitting down. And, all sat down around this, you know, this big table. Harrison Ford came in. You know, everyone was super excited, and we all sat down. And, and um, so the executives were, 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 were the few executives were there as well. And someone sat next to me and said, uh, well, "Someone sat next to me and said, uh, I'm such a big fan of your work, Andy.'" And I said, "Oh, th- well, that's uh, thank you very much." And I said, um, "So what are you what are you doing here?" And it, no, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm on the movie. And I said, "Oh, well, right, yeah, yeah." I, 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 what what are you doing on the movie? He says, oh, well, I'm God. Mark. And I said, "Yeah, but I know, but what are you actually doing on the movie?" And he said, "No, no, I'm Mark." And I said, "I know, but what are you actually doing on the movie?" He said, "I'm Luke Skywalker." <laughs> best best impersonation <laughs> of, of 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 Luke Skywalker. Oh, freaking Mark Hamill. That's hilarious. He asked Mark Hamill, um, what are you doing on the force? What are you doing on the movie? And then, you know, doesn't realize it's Luke Skywalker. That's good on you, Andy. Good on you, mate. I completely didn't recognize. And he is, we both dined out on that story. And that's why Snoke died. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, funny. we're talking around. Now, this is very cool. Kel Kestis arrives on stage at Star Celebration. Let's watch Found this. it, but like, we need to dive into this now. How's Cal? What's going on with Cal when we start this game? I don't want to spoil anything, yeah, but sure. uh, 
if you want, you could just ask ask him yourself. Yes, sir. Cameron Monaghan coming on stage. I'm sorry. Tubbies. Is is he? Ladies and gentlemen of Star Wars Celebration 2023, Cal Kestis himself, Cameron Monaghan. Yes, sir. Cameron Monaghan. I'm very sick. happy that uh, they, br- they brought him in. Yeah, that's sick, bro. So he had the microphone under his little coat, his um thing. And he pulls yeah. it, he pulls the microphone out like a lightsaber. Like he unhooks it. He's such a big fan too. Oh, I love him. But he, it feels like he's never been appreciated by Disney up until now. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I reckon. Uh, I reckon he'll be in the our big Dave Filoni movie. Yeah, but did you see, we discussed this before, him having to be, um... For the live action Cal, it was never going to be him. It was no, going to be um, to, well, the guy no, no, who's no, no. now playing. It never, it, no. Well, no, but we had this discussion. It never it, it was what, going it was fan to be Cameron, but people said um, that it was going to be eyebrows guy. That the guy from uh, Adam it, Warlock from a. Uh, and he's 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 going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three, Frick. which comes out. Yeah, in like anyway, which three comes weeks. out in like a week. Oh, yeah, dude, Mario. We'll be heading out then, you know, slowing down, and then we get bombarded with that. Yep. But the school holidays are over, so I'll be getting a lot of work. Well, I'll be at school. Yes, I'll yeah, get work throughout the, the week. Will you, though? I who should is? do. Everybody else is at school. Who's coming to the movies during the day on a weekday? Nobody. Uh, kids who skip school. Right, 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 right. Oh, wait, no, that's worse. That's just going to be annoying. Right, right, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's watch this. You gotta look, Daniel. We have an issue here. What, what, I'm sorry, what is the issue? Oh, well, see, Anthony, Stig, you're talking about the story, gameplay, characters, but you haven't mentioned the poncho. The poncho. I mean, we're talking around. You gotta love you gotta get love you gotta love Cameron as Cal dude. Ah, uh, love him. Now here is uh the trailer for the final trailer for Jedi Survivor. Let's watch it. It's about two minutes long. It's a dope trailer and I got some stuff to say after it. You were only a child when they sent you off to war. Now look at you. The weight of a galaxy on your shoulders. Didn't I tell you to be more careful about who you scan? Cal looks so good. I cannot tell you who oh, must dude. become. Dismemberment. Or where the line is drawn. See. There are Wow, Carson. Jedi Temple. These are dark times. Marin, Marin. Have a few allies. Good to see you, Cal. Bro, Rancor. <laughs> just, just... Bro, Rancor. Rancor. We get to freaking fight a Rancor. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. Um. It's there was a hint from a dire- uh, from a game dev 
for somebody who played it early. Uh, do you remember how? To, do you remember how Luke defeated the Rancor? Oh, with the chain choking it. No way we get to do that. Mm, no, it's with the bones, but close. I know. You, if you if you time it right, you can force push the bones into its mouth. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So. Bro, it's gonna be a pain to fight. Oh, you watch. Oh, you it's watch. gonna be awful, but That's I really hope there's a lot more uh, lightsaber duels in this game. Cause, uh, I, it looks like it, dude. Apparently, now Cameron on stage teased that um, it's gonna be the ending of this game is gonna be massive, and he hopes nobody spoils it. He hopes everyone's be gonna be able to play the game without being spoiled because he said the ending is bigger than Vader in in full and all. Because obviously, the first one. Oh wow! Okay. I, Ooh, I, I, wanna, I need. I need to pre-order it soon. I how don't much, know. I'm what, now. I don't know what is gonna top Vader, dude. Like damn. that was like when that moment when oh, she just heard when the Inquisitor was, so was fallen cold. and she's like, it was just, and then it's just oh my oh, god. Oh, dude. Jedi. I'm searching the price up in the PlayStation Store. It's like a hundred bucks the normal version, and then Jedi I, Survivor. Yes, yeah, standard. The deluxe edition is 139. I'm gonna get the du deluxe. Yeah, so there's only the standard and the deluxe. I'm gonna get the yeah. deluxe, which is 140 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, only 70 dollars between my friends and I. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's our against us. Really, really good. Always be against us. Oh, dude, Marin using the force or something? I don't know. Magic. Yeah, the magic, like we're getting in the soap show, apparently. Wow, it's all linked with Well, yeah, it's definitely magic. It's, um, nice is magic. Oh, dude, that's sick. We get to fight the, um, the droids from the prequels, the, uh, with the shield around them, the, uh, you know what droids are Droidicus? You know the one with the blue shield, they walk four, three legs. Um, they shoot really fast. Can't remember the chord. We get uh, Droidicus? I, I, that's sick. The Rolly ones? Hope. Yes. Yeah. Droidicus. They could be. Droidicus. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, the yeah, there's, um, there's the B1 battle problem. droids and stuff in this game, isn't there? Yeah, as yeah, well, which we didn't yeah. get in the first game. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Well, no, it's they're not working. They're not the separatist ones. Like in, there's someone else. Owns oh, them and that's right. Someone is, uh, someone else owns yeah, them and just reprogram them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very the mantis is sick. Just cross guard. Yes. Do you know what uh what style we're gonna go with? Probably duel again. Yeah. Yeah. Not double lightsaber, just dueling lightsaber? Maybe double or double. duel? I might just go so single hand, to be honest. I'll probably go double, to be honest. Like, double is like a soaker having two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, dual wielding, yeah. I probably dual wielding. Dueling six, dude. It's really sick. It is. But yeah, the High Republic Jedi. Oh, we don't even know the High Republic kind of fallen Jedi guy. Guy that we find in this game, I can't wait to find about that story. The game's 155 gigabytes, dude. It's massive. Oh, apparently it takes. I mean, the maps are gonna be big too. I saw somewhere it takes 82 hours to complete. 
I might be wrong. Holy zoinkin' scoops. Massive game. The other one only took, what, like eight hours to complete? Oh, uh, no, a lot, a lot longer than that. 20? 25 to 30, okay, 32 how, maybe. How long? How long? Will Star Wars Survivor take to play? Uh, uh, Fallen Order was 17 hours. And Survivor's 22. What? Where do I see 82? 20 to 25 will be Survivor. What the hell? Yeah. Twitter, man. Don't, don't take Twitter's response. Um, 20 to 25, according to Google, according to Charlie Intel. And Fallen Order was 17 hours to complete. Cool. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, April 28, dude. Only 18 more days, boy. 18 more days. Insane. Insane. Cannot wait to play that. That's going to be pre-ordering very soon. Very soon. Can't wait at all. Uh, now we got Vivian Lyre Blair uh, went on stage at Celebration. You know, she's a great kid. You know, I'm glad she's getting a lot of love for playing Little Leia. She did a great job playing Little Leia. Very good actor. She did. She's only like 10 years old and she's done. She's very intelligent. Like listening to, listening to her talk on both the Obi-Wan panel and on Celebration thing. She's very intelligent, dude. Very intelligent. Um, now, now, this is big, this one would say, Coruscant will be freely explorable, open world in Star Wars Jedi Survivor, meaning we can free roam Coruscant, free roam the Jedi Temple, which is now obviously Palpatine's Empire base thingy. Really cool, Imperial base. Um, we get to walk inside the Jedi Temple, around Coruscant, we get anywhere, dude. We can go to freaking Underworld of Coruscant, we can go to get some death sticks. Oh, I can't wait, dude. You want to buy some death sticks? Oh, I wonder how death. how free roam Coruscant is. Yeah, it's like every technically every map in Fallen Order was free roam. It's just but to an extent, it wasn't big. Yeah. Well, well, uh, we know. We well, you could. Can, you had to yeah, get around though. You you can act. You can go in the Jedi Temple. Very good. Okay. Um. Now I want to watch this. It is nine minutes long. Uh, Ian McDermott on the stage at Star Wars Celebration Live. This was cool, dude. When um when Star Wars, the official Star Wars, posted that he's on stage right now, they quoted, Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? The Emperor himself, Ian McDermott, joins us on stage at Star Wars Celebration. That, that, that's, they're quoting it, dude. That we had Darth Plagueis' yeah. name in Mando. Um, Pal- uh, Ian McDermott, McDermott himself literally teased Young Palpatine movie show project. And now they're saying this. Like, I know probably a far-fetched, but he's coming, dude. I reckon so. Oh. You reckon they might give it in day four? Oh, imagine, dude. Like, what if the Acolyte ends with, like, Darth Plague is standing there? And then oh. we'll be, it's the right time time period, dude. That's what I mean. And it's a Sith-centered show. Oh. Why not? Why not? Well, why? Exactly. The thing is, it's a Sith-centered show, and if they don't have Plagueis, I might be pinged off. I don't know where in the High Republic it is. Maybe it's before Pal- uh, Plagueis is as big as he is as a Sith Lord. 
But what if it ends with Plagueis standing there? And then season two, Plagueis. And then it ends with him getting Palpatine, which goes into season three, which is Plagueis and Palp- young Palpatine. Yeah. Dude. Now, me, I showed you the Acolyte trailer that Star Wars Sith sent me. High quality. Yes. Um, good angle of it. I showed you at work. And the ending where they light up all the lightsabers, it looks sick, dude. I'm actually very happy. Uh, I can't wait, can't wait till we get the actual trailer where we can watch when or not the leaked one. But it looks dope. Like, it's it's insane. And the ending, I can't show any footage, unfortunately. Our channel will get completely struck. Like, gone. It'll, it'll go straight away. No warnings with this kind of stuff. It'll, it'll get struck. It'll get struck. Um, I don't, yeah. okay, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But you guys could probably, if you search the internet enough, um, if you DM me on Instagram, I'll, I, I could send you the trailer maybe. Um, but I don't want any, any trouble. Uh, but like, it looks insane. The ending, they, you know, because at that time there is, the, the Jedi believe there is balance in the force. You know, the Sith haven't really, in the High Republic era, the Jedi are, are ruling, dude. They're, they're doing amazing. I haven't read any High Republic books. I probably won't. But, you know, the Jedi are ruling. The Sith aren't really doing much, you know, after the Old Republic. And so there are uh, orange lightsabers around, which is the balance between the good and the bad, which what Rey ignites at the end of Rise of Skywalker because now there's a balance in the Force. Um, yeah, so very cool. Very hard for that show. Very hard. What? Okay, what Dave Filoni project? What non-Dave Filoni project are you most hopeful, hyped for? The Ray movie, the Old Republic film, Acolyte. Uh, that's really it. And or season two. Yes. Yeah, and or season two. What uh, what what in day three made you the most hyped though? Was it the? It's not going to answer end? my question. <laughs> Sorry, no, I don't know what your question uh, was. Uh, um, what non Dave Filoni um, project uh, are you most hyped for? The Acolyte yeah, Old Republic Ac- film. No, 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 the Old Republic film. Old Republic film. I don't yeah. know, dude. What the, what the frick? How are they going to do it? So that I don't mo- know how like, they're going to do I said it. That movie's either How is Ryan be- Johnson going to have a trilogy? No, but the thing is, dude, The Dawn of the Jedi is the name of the thing. Movie, the first ever yeah. Jedi discovering the Force. How? Oh, that's so sick. Thinking about it, it is though. Surely it's like a really. See? Surely it's one of the three hour. No, that's movies. The, that's what I'm most hyped about. Surely it's a three hour movie. It's one of the three hour yeah. movies. Honestly, honestly, I'm. No, it's it's got to be Dave's movie, right? Well, you said not Dave, Filoni project. True. Okay, yeah, not Dave Filoni project I'm most hyped for is that movie, but everything Star Wars. Yeah. Any, anything at the moment. Say they all came out on one day, what are you watching first? Ahsoka, Acolyte, Old Republic film, Dave's film. Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't, right? Yeah, it'd be a crown not to. Ahsoka, and then probably Dave's movie, and then Dawn of the Jedi. Oh, but I'm so yeah. intrigued to see how they're going to do it. You know, the guy doing it, um, what's his name? The guy who directed Logan, directed Ford vs. Ferrari. James, James Mangold. Mangold. Mangold, oh, I'm hyped for him, dude. Um, but anyway, without um, further ado, let's watch Ian McDonald's Star Wars Celebration panel. Please don't get copyrighted, please. 
to just sit back in a giant chair, cackle at everything, and shoot lightning <laughs> bolts from your fingertips at will. I it's why we're extending Danny. the same courtesy to our next guest, minus the lightning bolts from the fingers thing. Please welcome to the stage the Emperor himself. The Emperor himself. I love the Imperial March. Ah, oh, I love it. Ah, oh, I just did. Ah, oh, you gotta love the indie game, and look at him. just rule the empire and the entire galaxy you rule this entire room and the stage I just want to say happy anniversary nah. <laughs> his emperor voice thank you for that sir speaking of the anniversary of return of the Jedi it's been 40 years since what we thought was the final film in the Star Wars trilogy yeah, yes. was coming out. Yeah. We were wrong about that twice now, but you know, that's a, that's a good thing to be wrong about. Did you ever think that you would still be playing Emperor Sheev Palpatine 40 years on? I didn't think I'd be alive 40 years on. He didn't think it'd be alive. <laughs> yeah, I was 37 when it all happened. Dude, he was 37 was when he played Palpatine in Return of the Jedi. Then I went back with that's crazy to think about. Wow. Which is really confusing. I was and thinking about, like, how old must he, he must have he been? Thirty-seven. Uh, reconstituted oh. age, really. So I've, uh, I've run the gamut. Now, of all those different versions that you've played of Palpatine, mm -hmm. do you have a favorite? Well, I, if, when I Who, what version of Palpatine things, is his favorite say. to play? Return of the Jedi, prequel, sequel. Oh, let's see what he says here. It's got to be prequel, right? Probably. The things I usually say the Let's most see. recent one, and I suppose I, I would say that. Although, dude, he just said in usually he would say the most recent one. What the freak did I just hear? I usually say the well, I well, well, if, when I get asked that question, when I get asked that question, things I usually say. For other things, I usually say the most recent one. Say the most recent one. And I suppose I would say that. I would say that, that. one. Although, um, when the fans ask me, you guys, I... Okay, I thought it was about a Disney show then. Jesus, that scared me. So, so rude of me to have my back to you, you know. But I'm not nervous. What is he going to say? No, I usually say, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah! Revenge of the Sith is his favorite Palpatine to play. W. That's fair. Good. That's the correct option, too. Good. Thank you. I thought it was about a Disney show then. Oh, good. Are you agree? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, Revenge of the Sith, baby. I like, uh, I like that word. It has a certain ring. Sith. Let's Sith. So that's my favorite, but I like the last one too because that was a big surprise, not least. He said he he liked the the last one too, meaning the right guy. Dude, 
Yeah. They just, I feel like they feel forced to have to say that. I, I don't know. I just feel like they, they feel forced to have to say, say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because of the way that Disney is. Yeah. Yeah. To me, and uh, it was nice to be reconstituted and swing around the enormous studio on this sort of giant crane thing, <laughs> manipulated by four people who I'm happy to tell you were very skillful. Although uh, what they used to say was, okay, Ian, you know, we were in London. Okay, Ian, stand by, you know, yeah, okay, fine. And we're going to go in a minute, but they'd go just before the minute. So uh, they'd go, okay, Ian, stand by, and then I'd go like that. (laughs) But it was soon sorted. Wonderful. Chief Palpatine, some might say he has no redeeming qualities. Others think he's just the best boss in the universe. How do you approach, yeah, I know, I know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> How do you approach playing a character uh, that is just so wonderfully evil? Well, I use my own unredeeming qualities. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, also, I don't know, I think it's just, you know, it's a, a lot of people around who exhibit, exhibit some of his traits, some of his qualities, so I, I kind of borrow from them now and again. Do you want to mention any of those inspirations by name? No. <laughs> Fair enough. Now we are at Celebration. We've just celebrated the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi with that amazing panel yesterday. Yes, we sir. Return of the Jedi is coming back to theaters. Of the galaxy today, earlier this morning. You've been doing the convention circuit for a number of years now. Number, yes. A number of years. Of all those years that you've been attending conventions, but Star Wars Celebration specifically, do you have a favorite fan interaction that has happened? Well, I was, I was in New York. Actually, I wasn't, it wasn't for Star Wars reasons. I was doing a play, and I was walking with a friend of mine in Central Park, and someone called over, hey, hi, good morning, Senator. <laughs> And I said, I think you mean Supreme Chancellor. Oh, don't love him. <laughs> he, was, he was just a little behind. No. That friend wasn't Dennis Lawson, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it was a, it was a human being. I, you know, <laughs> no one I recognized. <laughs> All right. I know Dennis Lawson said he has some photos, some very old photos. Oh, is he showing you those photos? Is he showing them around? This is deeply embarrassing. Uh, Dennis has a uh, photo of him and a photo of me, separate photographs of when we were at drama school in Scotland many, many years ago. And I said, who is that attractive young man? And I wasn't talking about Dennis. Dennis told us a version of, of that story yesterday. Not, not that particular part, but yes. No, he did say uh, he met you on the first day of drama school. You walked away. He thought, I'm never going to see that man again. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are, yeah, I know. 40 years on. I know. Isn't life strange? <laughs> it is. It is indeed. But we're so glad to have you here. Now, I don't think I can have you sitting in the seat without asking you a couple of Personal Palpatine questions. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. First of all, I would just love to know 
You never see it in the film, but we know Snoke has some lovely oh, golden slippers. It's a sequel slippers. question, of course. Oh, yeah. She asked, she asked him. Of course. She asked him. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you a, a few personal Palpatine questions. What's the first question about Snoke? Yeah. How do Jesus. you think okay. Mr. Sheev Palpatine unwinds when he gets home from a long day on the Death Star? I think he sits down with a glass of blood. <laughs> Who's and, blood? And watches, yeah, well... Anyone, doesn't they just matter. speculate. Um, and he watches endless reruns of himself on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> Only joking. And he sits there and says, look at that handsome young man. I'm look sorry, at I didn't him. hear that. He says, look at that handsome young man. Uh, <laughs> yes, I suppose you could say he is delusional. <laughs> He doesn't run a bath. He running a bath? <laughs> Having one was a sort of terrible thought. <laughs> anyway, there'd be someone there to run, well, for absolutely everything at his beck and call, I think. Well, that's fair. All right, and while you ha we have you here, mm -hmm. would it be okay if we asked you to run a, a brief masterclass in how to be the perfect Palpatine to perfect the evil cackle and Evil cackle. to do the lightning finger pose. I've been working on it. I don't think I'm doing it right. Can you teach hey, me? Well, I, I've got some bad news about the lighting finger pose, as you call it, because... <laughs> what do you um, call it? No, this, you know, as you probably all know, at the moment, we're all trying to cut back on electricity. Oh, <laughs> electricity. So I, it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be fair to do that for you, but I could probably manage the laugh. The thing is not to think about it. If you're trying, don't try it at home. You'll have a throat operation afterwards. But <laughs> the thing is to think of it not as laughing, but just as something, uh, and then go for it. Rather like this. Gotta like You got it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Would you like them to try? Do it. Should we try it? All right. Let's try it real quick. One more for us, and we'll all do it together, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. After three, three. <laughs> that I don't think I did it right. I don't I think, think but thank was, you yes. for the master class. Not all right. evil people here today. I don't believe that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we got through that entire interview, and I didn't even bring up the tragedy of Darth Plagueis once. The tragedy of Darth Plagueis. I'm glad you didn't, because I have nothing to say about the tragedy. <laughs> oh my god, I did not even know this. Are you watching my screen right now? No, I can't. I'm on thing, so I'm just... Okay, I'll narrate it. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. So, so the interviewer says to him, I got through this whole interview with you and I didn't even bring up Darth Plagueis the Wise. Class, alright. And I didn't even bring up the tragedy of Darth Plagueis yeah. once. I'm glad you didn't. Ian says, I'm glad you didn't because... because I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say about the tragedy, about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis <laughs> and smiles into the camera. Uh, Something's going on. Definitely. Something's going on. He smiles directly into the camera. Directly. Something's going on. So many teasers of it, dude. So many. So many. There is. And just all around the same time, it's not like it's all separate, like, years apart. It's happened in the last... There's, like, been three instances in yeah. probably the last three months. Two.
two at Celebration that, and then the tweet, and then Mando episode three when there's the music, the music. which is probably the. Dang, dude. Okay. What if day four, the last thing they announce? What I think they, I think that, that's something that they'd announce tomorrow. We haven't got any new projects announced. No new projects. I just realized that. No new. Yeah, no, n- nothing that hasn't been announced already. Yeah, like season. Well, that that'll be what know, tomorrow is. One to no one, really. <laughs> or tonight, I should say. Always next celebration. Hopefully next time we, we have you sitting down here. Give it up once again for Ian. You know, it's worth it tonight. You gotta love um, Ian McDermott, but that's his panel. Um, did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis Alliance? But yeah, you gotta love Ian McDermott. And there's something coming, dude. They've been teasing it. There's something coming, but let's move on. Um, Ian, Mc, Ian McDermott surprises audience members dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi on stage for the look back at Obi-Wan Kenobi panel. Yes, sir. Yes, you said Ian McDermott. Did I? He's dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> my, my bad. Ian McDermott <laughs> surprises audience members dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi on stage before. Uh, you just Mc- did it. Ewan McGregor, su- surprise. <laughs> Ewan McGregor surprises audience members dressed as Obi-Wan on stage for a look back at the Obi-Wan Kenobi series panel. Hashtag social. Really cool. Gotta love him. And I just love actors in all games with Star Wars fandom. Yeah. Man. Star Wars has the best music, though. Um, so now we have the um the Obi Wan Kenobi panel. Uh, the cast of Obi Wan Kenobi, including Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, join the Star Wars celebration stage. Now, Ewan McGregor says he would always be asked two questions at the end of interviews. Are you sure you don't mean Ian McDermott? Did I say Ian again? No, I'm just asking. Are you sure you don't mean Ian? Is, so, yeah, Ewan McGregor always apparently gets asked two questions. Will there be an Obi-Wan film, and will he return as Obi-Wan? And he just says, I don't know, I don't know. You know, he kept the secret that he's coming back as Obi-Wan since, like, 2017. Like, it was going to be a film, it was going to be a trilogy. And then he got all the way yep. demoted down to a low-budget shit TV show. How did that happen? <laughs> How? From a it's trilogy, such a big... three movies to one movie... To a TV show, to a really shit low budget show. But anyway, yep. Hayden Christensen says he was elated to come back to the franchise in Obi Wan Kenobi. To get to come back to the character and do more as Darth Vader was a thrill. Oh, I love, it. I love Hayden, man. He's so, he's just so like, he just seems like that guy, you know. He seems like he's so like kind, such such like a, you know. He's so Canadian. So Canadian, literally. Oh. Um, I, I love Hayden, man. Uh, probably one of my favorite, like, Star Wars actors. Yeah. I love him. Uh, footage from Star Wars Sith, big shout out for sending lots of footage through, but Hayden, you win Obi-Wan Kenobi panel. The stems in there on stage. Really cool. Vivian Libra. It, it, it's been such a highlight for me getting to come back to Star Wars and, and to get to work with you again. Get to come back to Star Wars and work with you, man. 
More footage from Star Wars Sith. Vivian Lara Blair. Star Wars Sith was first row in that panel. First row. He was the closest one. Yeah, to the cast that's pretty cool. So cool, dude. So cool. So cool, man. Now, Deborah Chow, the director of Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, says there was a considerable amount of development uh, in regard to including Leia into the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, because it was forced. Literally, that kind of, you know, there was a, uh, a considerable amount of de development. They tried so hard to get it, get it to work. It still didn't. You know, Vivian Leibler. Vivian Leibler. Oh, to be fair, it did. Backed up, very good little layer. Oh, my God. Very good little layer. Um, but the thing is, just again, I don't want to go on a big rant about the Obi-Wan show. You guys know where I stand on that show. Yeah. I'm very hyped for Pixel Joker. Pixel Joker's reimagined uh, yep. VFX of that, dude. Oh, I can't wait till it comes out. We're doing a watch party. We're doing a watch party. Said it. We're doing a watch 100%. party. 100%. Ah. I'll send it to you. I'll share my whatever. We'll make it happen. We will make it happen. Um, now Vivian Lai Blair says it's been an honor to share the screen with you and McGregor and Obi Wan Kenobi, and then you and McGregor jokes and says I told her to say that before we came out. Very cute. <laughs> um, now you and McGregor says the flashback sequence in Episode Five of Obi Wan Kenobi was the first thing they shot for the series. I guess they wanted to keep okay. them as young as they could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those flashbacks. In case uh, something else happened and no, they couldn't. Yes, it was. Oh, very disappointing. You know, it was hype, hype when we got them, but very disappointing. Very disappointing. Um, yeah. Now, back now, up. now, this. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, you need. You know, stunt actors are a big part of making films and TV shows. And I think this statement by Deborah Chow kind of proves how low of a budget that thing had. Um, but Deborah Chow says that Ewan McGregor did the vast majority of his own stunts for the show. You know, what a performance the from Ewan. The man's 50. What a performance from Ewan. But, you know, I'm not yes, saying anything. Ewan, we love Ewan, he's a great actor. But the thing is, every single movie has stunt people to do that thing. Like, could they not afford a stunt actor? Just saying. Yeah. Just uh, saying. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if Ewan can do it all, then sure, but a normal thing is you hire a stuntman. I don't think the stunts were... I, think there was, I don't think there was a lot of stunts which yeah, were, true. like, incredibly I mean, unsafe. I'm... I, I... Yeah, but, you know, that final... Nobody asked him to be Tom Cruise. Episode 6. Oh, he's one that does all his own stunts. Yeah, true, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But. Um... <laughs> okay, this is funny. So even Little Leia thought the trench coat scene was stupid when in episode four, when Leia is under the trench coat and is uh, under Obi-Wan's trench coat and they're running out of the Imperial Inquisitorial base. Oh, it looks stupid. Like she even agrees with um, this. I remember the scene where I was in the coat. I was inside yeah. the Imperial officer's coat and I kept like poking my head out to look around at the set and he kept like trying to push me back in. Yeah. <laughs> Really funny. Um, I kept just saying, like, how is anyone believing that this random lump inside exactly. this guy's coat exactly. is just normal? You understand? How is this happening? How? Literally. But, um, yeah, Literally. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, Literally. 
Um, now Vivian Lyablesh says her favorite scene in the Obi Wan Kenobi series uh, show was when uh, she asked when Leia asked uh, Obi Wan about, about her parents. Yeah, it was a good scene. And then you and then um, Obi Wan reveals that he had a brother. Oh yes, nothing wrong with that, you know. No cool. Good scene. Now now Hayden Christensen's. Hayden Christensen says the ending of the final battle from Obi-Wan Kenobi was his favorite from the series. So Anakin versus Obi-Wan when he breaks the mask, that was his favorite of course, uh, it, part. It, and he says, it's fair. He, I quote him, the way it was scripted, the whole, uh, the way the whole thing came together, it all came together on Ewan's incredible performance. And yours too, man. And yours, Hayden, man. Don't, you know, you in that suit with the broken mask. Wow, that was very, that was something special. One of my favorite scenes in all of Star Wars, even though I really disliked the show for various reasons, not because of you, Hayden, not because of you, and, but various reasons. This was totally gibbly garb garb. <laughs> but, you know, that scene with Vader, ah, oh, with his mask broken and Hayden and, 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 and James, um, James, um, What's his name? James Earl Jones' voice. Jones. Dude, oh. It was incredible. Now, Ewan McGregor says his favorite scene was when um, Little Leia and Obi-Wan were hugging goodbye on... Um, what's Leia's was name? Was it Naboo at the time? No, no. Alderaan. Uh, uh, Alderaan, yeah. Um, in Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was sitting there along watching and I was crying my eyes out. I found it so beautiful. Yeah, it was a nice scene. Yeah, kind of does make sense. But it was nice. It was nice. You know, when he talks about his parents and stuff. And now Ewan McGregor teases his future as Obi Wan, and I quote: "Maybe the audience will want more to come." Like, we do, we do. Yeah, but I don't know. Get Dave to focus. Um, but yeah, the crowd goes wild once again. What an amazing panel! Yeah, the Obi Wan panel. I watched the whole thing. It was really cool. You know, seeing all the cast members speak. Absolutely loved it. Um, now we had G- um, Giancarlo Espioso, Espi- whatever his last name, Giancarlo, who plays Moff Gideon. No, dude. Joins. <laughs> I'm, I'm like falling asleep. Um, joins the Gustavo Star Wars celebration thingy. Uh, stage. He joined uh, the Star Wars celebration stage. Yeah. Good on him. We love him. Moff Gideon, where the frick you been? Episode 7. He'll be back. He'll be back on Wednesday. I know what happens. I know what happens, and I'm pissed off about that. Yeah, well, you told me. No, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. Wait, what? Remember? We recorded our predictions for it, and I told told me at work today. (laughs) What? That was episode eight. No. Okay. No, with um, Din. Din. Yeah. No, that's episode eight. And uh, well, episode eight spoke for me. I don't know what episode seven is. Um, but anyway, the chosen one returns. We welcome Hayden Christensen back into Star Celebration Live panel uh, stage. The stage. So let's watch this. Um, of Hayden Christensen on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our next guest finally made his way back to Star Wars after a nearly 20-year hiatus. Yes, he's finally back. After 20 years, he made his way back to Star Wars in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And 
and boy howdy, were we glad to see him return. He may be burnt to a crisp underneath his costume. Yeah, the crowd went viral, went freaking insane. But to us, Crazy. he'll always be the sand hating moody teen from Tatooine. Straight from a poster in my locker in high school to this stage right now, this is where the fun begins. This Give is where the fun begins. Hating Christmas in Oh, they, they turned off all the lights. Oh, that's the best entrance for a character. They have. Oh, I haven't watched this yet. So. They have Darth Vader's breathing. For all the entrances yeah. for people coming on stage, they just come out. This, they turn light to a flashing light. They, oh my god. Ah, thank you. Bro, they just honored Hayden so well. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. They just honored him so well. Duel of the Fates playing. Oh, Anakin Stark deeds. Oh, dude. First, I watched this one. Literally last night, I I, I, I stayed up watching um, all the like the, the live show celebration till about one a.m. and then I turned my phone off, went to sleep, and then at like one thirty our time, Hayden comes out. Stay for another thirty minutes to really see him. It's my first time watching it. <laughs> Hayden, man, look at him. Damn, dude, it's crazy. Man, you guys sure know how to make a guy feel good. That was, that was very nice, thank you. We do. I love you guys too. Hi, Hayden Christensen. Making me emotional. <laughs> no, he's crying. We love you, Hayden. bit of it that isn't deserved. There isn't a single bit of it that isn't deserved. Uh, thank you so much. Now having officially played both characters, what's the difference in your performance for Anakin versus Darth Vader? Um, you know, we, we think of them as, as different characters and, and, you know, of course they have different names and they look much differently, but for me, it, it is the same character. Um, yeah. you know, of, of course, there's... Appreciate you. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, in the performance though, you know, there, there's a difference in the physicality, of course, and, and Putting on the, the Darth Vader armor uh, uh, certainly very much informs the way you uh, you play the character, but emotionally it, it is just a continuation of Anakin. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> Everyone's yelling every two seconds. We love you, Hayden. And what was it like for you to put that armor on? Oh, uh, it's it's an incredible costume, and you know, obviously so iconic, and and it's an honor to get to wear it. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's a little restricting in, in how you can move around, um, 
but yeah, it's just it's a thrill every time you get to put it on and you put the helmet on. It's it's pretty awesome. Now, now that we've seen your reunion battle with Obi Wan, what was your favorite scene to shoot and why? Uh, you know, we, we had so much fun doing that flashback sequence and uh, getting to swing a lightsaber with Ewan again was, was just, you know, thrilling. Uh, but that, that last scene, the confrontation between Vader mm. and, and Obi-Wan when he, yeah. he cracks his mask, was that was insane. That, that was one of the like, highlights of, of my acting career. Um, mm, it it wow. was, a, you know, such a perfectly written scene, and what Ewan brought to it, and the way Deborah sort of guided us through it, uh, and the way it came out, I, you know, I couldn't have been happier <laughs> with it. Uh, it really so, cool. so that it I, I'd probably choose that one. I'm pretty sure I cried when that happened. <laughs> I said I'm pretty sure I cried when that happened in the same way I did in Revenge of the Sith when you turned around and you went. Whoosh. So it was really cool to see, and I'm glad you really love that scene, too. Now, what has been the best part about fan reaction and reception to Anakin over the years that you've played him? I mean, this. <laughs> mm -hmm. no. I mean, this, this, I can't tell you how much this means to me. Uh, and to get to be here with all of you and, you know, uh, see, see all of the love that you have for this franchise and, <laughs> and, and to see all the incredible costumes and it just, it, it's, it's a very unique thing that we all get to be a part of and uh, I'm very grateful for that. Now I have to ask you a hard-hitting question. As a Star Wars journalist, is there a line or moment that gets recited to you the most? Ah, oh, here we are. You know, there's, 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 there's a lot of great lines. Um, I don't like saying, please say it. This please. is where the fun begins. Oh, I, this is where the fun begins. But for me personally, just may the force be with you may just because I love be what it represents. And, may the force be with you is Hayden's favorite line in Star Wars. Is it? Yeah. That's a good one. That's pretty cool. And is there anything that you'd like to say to the fans? I love you guys too. Hayden, uh, <laughs> And. And, you know, I've, I've said this before, but you guys really are the reason that we, we get to be here and we, we get to, you know, that I've gotten to come back and, and play this character again. Uh, so, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. We love you, baby. We love you.
want to say, sincerely, it is going to be one of the greatest joys of my life to sit in this chair and see you get your flowers because you deserve them and you are great and you are so loved. Thank you so much. Give it up one more time for Hayden Christensen. We love you, Hayden. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. We love you, Aiden. Um, hello there. You and Morgan surprises fans on the celebration stage. Thought Hayden was enough. Nah, we got you. And now this one's a short one for some reason. It's literally two minutes. Why the freak is his thing two minutes long? Let's see what they have to say. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Hi guys. Thank you all for y'all. It's just been a great weekend so far. But um. I have a friend that I really want you guys to meet and say hi to. Is it okay if I bring them out right now? Okay, you asked for it. Oh, here we go. Oh, cool. They got an epic entrance for you one as well. Nice. What's oh, sick? goes You win. Hello, hello, he didn't say hello there. How dare he? Imposter. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. Hello, hello. I know there's lots of children, I just, I won't swear, but my goodness. <laughs> it's so nice to see you all. I've just had the best time. I just wanted to come out and say goodbye because I've Christmas just finished day. my last signing and photographs. And I just, um, right. I'm always oh, so touched to meet you all. You know, these, oh. these, these amazing uh, celebrations. You're most amazing fans in the world. We couldn't be luckier to have you all. to have you as our fans and uh, we love you so much thank you all for coming from all over the world it's been such a joy to meet you all uh, you and, and I look forward to seeing you at the next one whenever it is yes sir yeah, he just came out and, uh, from the bottom of my heart thank you so much thank you may the force be with you may the force be with you that's nice that's nice that's nice. Oh, you're in. Um, now, this is cool. I, oh, I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. Kathleen Kennedy confirms uh, the Star Wars opening crawl will return for future movies. Hey? The Star Wars opening crawl will return for future movies. Opening crawl? Yeah, will return. I don't know how I feel about that. What's the opening crawl? You being As in... Go get some sleep, mate. You know what the opening crawl is. When the movie starts, the Star Wars logo comes up, and then you have a little description of the movie it's scrolling. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about people. I'm like, who? Who's the opening crawl? What? What gang is this? No. Yeah, no. The yeah. 
that's the, the opening um yeah, scripture, yeah. Yes, yeah, everything for yes. all, it will return for future movies. Good. Uh, it has to be in every Star Wars movie. Well, I feel. it wasn't in Rogue One. It wasn't in Solo. I feel like it's only for the Skywalker saga. Maybe for trilogies. Only do it for trilogies. I don't know. This yeah, I mean, cool. I don't. I feel like yeah, Solo and um Rogue is fine, but like for um. Actual, yeah, like it is cool. Yeah. It's sick, dude. No, I honestly, keep it. It's it's Star Wars. Well, they should have done it for Rogue and Rogue, uh, Solo then. But you know, yeah, it's yeah, cool. You know, it's probably Star Wars. a bit. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Um. Now, Kathleen Kennedy says she she is expecting to see Stephen Knight's script for Sharmin Omed Chinoy's Star Wars movie within the next month and a half, which is raised. We've been working on that for quite a while. So this is Damon Lindelof's script. However, we know he left, and Stephen Knight took over. I love Stephen Knight. Oh, dude. So, yeah, he's doing the script now for Ray's movie, and we'll see where that goes. Now, this is a full HD shot of Grand Admiral Thrawn, played by Lars Mikkelsen in Ahsoka. Joseph, we talked about this before we started recording, but you yeah. said, you know, you, you're you not too fussed about, uh, about it. You used to think he looks all right? Yeah, I think it's uh, one of those kind of things where... Uh, like the Joel and Ellie for The Last of Us, they didn't look, right. well, particularly Ellie, didn't look that close, but she did a good job as Ellie, so okay. obviously we know that uh, we know that he's going to do a good job at, Th- Lars is going to do a good job at Thrawn, because, you know, he yes. is. Yeah, he is Thrawn, thank Christ. Um, no, I think, I like him, his eyes are so spot on. I think on. it'll be fine. His eyes are very spot on, um, his hair, his face, it's he just is a, a head little shape. bit, I, I don't think, okay, it's too early to do it. This is a low angle shot of someone in the crowd. It's a low yeah, angle okay. shot. It's not a neutral but shot. But even if you look at but even if you look at Lars's head shape in general, mm. uh it's still not cause, No, it is. Um it is. Cuz Thrones is a very he's he's a very um he's got a very big forehead and like a, he's got a tall looking head, yeah. narrow head. Army. So Lars Mikkelsen so, has a very good um like jawline. That matches Thrawn. Like, look at this. Look at this. Like, yeah, it's not as, you know, long, I guess yeah. you could say. But I, I would say it's pretty good. His face is good. I feel like when we get a straight angle shot like that one I'm displaying on the screen right now. It'll, it'll, be, look, it'll look better, yeah. Better, 100%. I'm hyped, dude. I can't yeah. believe we got our first. But episode. I'm not worried. Nah, me either. I think it'll be. Uh, I think he'll, he'll do a good job no matter Dave, what. Dude. He could be. Yeah. He could be green skinned with pink eyes. He'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, He'd really still do a better job. Really. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Now, this is very cool. The Obi Wan's United. Ewan McGregor and James Arnold Taylor finally meet. The first time they ever met. We got a photo together at Celebration. It's kind of, yeah, that's cool, hey? Crazy. First time they ever met. And guess who liked our post? Daniel Logan. The one and only Again. Daniel Logan. Like, yeah, it's, he's liked three of our posts now. Very, very cool that Daniel Logan liked our post. Very cool. But yeah, this is cool. R2, Obi, and the Obi-Wans. I bet you when they first saw each other, imagine at the same time they said, Hello there. I mean, see. Hello there. Now, this is something when nearly, this is a thing I want to talk about that you asked me right at the start of recording. The little thing I, I okay, I've watched the Ahsoka trailer many times. I watched it about four times on my break at work today, and I spotted this. Now, the Dark Jedi, um, the girl, the Dark Jedi girl. I feel like she's the apprentice yeah. of the guy who's a Dark Jedi. She has a Padawan braid. She has a Padawan braid. Yeah. That's, so what I think, my theory is, 
they they survived Order 66 in the Jedi Order. Then they kind of, they didn't fall to the dark side, but they, you know, they, they drifted away from the Jedi Order, and they became bad. You know, not bad intentions on the Jedi, like Joseph was explaining last night, but that's why their save is orange. Now, Dave not Filoni, trying to destroy the Jedi. Yes, Dave Filoni said in an interview that the sabers are orange for a reason. Gonna have to wait to see. And so, yeah, I, I think, you know, they're fallen Jedi. They're not Sith. Um, but, you know, their whole goal isn't to destroy the Jedi. Like, the Sith's goal is to destroy the Jedi. That's not what their goal is. Their goal is to, you know, more of like crime. You know, it sounds cringy and so crime, though. You know, more bad intentions, but not towards the Jedi. Like, it seems like her having a Padawan yeah. raid really seems like they still follow parts of the Jedi Order. Um, but then obviously have their own kind of thoughts on it all, you know? So that's very yeah. cool. That's, that's um, very cool. Our last one now, I, I posted this while I was at break at work today, and I said, I'm on break at work right now, and I'm re-watching the Ahsoka trailer, and man, every time she says this, I go nuts. Uh, I am so excited. And that's when she says, um, head of the Empire. Oh, man. Yeah. My reaction to that, I'm so glad we went live and recorded our reaction to that. <laughs> oh my god, it's coming, but that is Star Wars Celebration Day 3, uh, breakdown, recap, Very, this was our longest recap so far, an hour and a half, but we did watch a lot of stuff today, um, day 4 starts uh, tonight-ish, in a few hours, so I'll get this up, and I'll make sure you t- check out my Twitter, IsaacH2021, and follow us on Instagram at the movie, uh, the movie Pod. And yeah, I'll be posting all the um, information from Star Wars Celebration, and we'll be back here tomorrow for Star Wars Celebration Day 4 uh, recap. So yeah, we'll see you guys then. Anyway, uh, may the force be with you as always. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys then. Thanks for watching. Alrighty, catch you guys later. Bye-bye. See ya.